1: All right, kind of exciting things happening in the world of solar. Um, I bet. It Seems like there's something new every week.
2: Yeah, I uh, just saw a news story today that uh, because of the uh, the bankruptcy with PG&E, they're expecting uh, rates to double. Oh my goodness! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. glad I went solar. Question mark. <laughs>
2: yeah, I agree. Me too. And uh, it's it's going to be. Pretty exciting to see if uh
1: see what happens, I guess in the world of solar I guess so, so um, I guess uh do you know what you want to talk about in today's episode? yeah, you know, in light
2: of everything changing every day in solar mm-hmm. <laughs> uh we we just hear so many crazy stories uh in the world of solar sales, and so I thought it would be a good idea to kind of kind of get people ready for for going solar uh really what they should be you know prepare ahead of time so they are more in control of the process rather than letting the solar company dictate to them what what is going to happen
1: oh i'm sure that uh maybe their interests don't align sometimes is that what you're saying
2: um yeah you know sometimes uh most companies are kind of in you know they're normal and so they want to Do what's in their best interest Mm -hmm. and not so much in the best interest of the client. And we hear, it's just like I said, we hear so many horror stories of salespeople promised me X and I got Y, and now that salesperson's gone and nobody needs nothing about nothing is one of my favorite things. So, uh, yeah. So, anyway, I thought I would uh, focus on the positive, focus on uh, how we could uh, potential clients out there. Uh, actually go solar the right way.
1: Uh, Oh, okay. So what's the first step? What should they do in their first step in preparing to go solar?
2: The first step is really uh, do a few minutes of research. It's it's really important to check
1: Their research. How should they start their research process? Well, check with the uh, the, the state uh,
2: website for contractors. So, in California, uh, customers can just Google "California contractor license lookup," and mm-hmm. they can, you know, whatever company they're talking to, they can verify that that company uh, no uh, no uh, not only has a valid license. But it also has a valid insurances. And so oh. uh, there's one company we just uh, met the other day. And uh, not only did uh, the sales company not have a license, but the installer that they were using, they had a, a uh, suspended license. And it had been suspended since 2015. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so least, I have no idea how they're even able to pull permits or anything like that. But uh, the guy said they're selling a ton of solar. And a ton of solar leases, and so (laughs) it's our worst case scenario, unfortunately.
1: If if a homeowner goes with like they, and obviously if if one were to check and then see suspended license, uh, stay far away from such a company.
2: It's probably a good a good choice. Uh, There's there's lots of choices out there when it comes to solar. So, uh, but starting with the the state, uh, you know they they definitely are doing a much better job of policing contractors and it's not easy to get a contractor's license so um, you know definitely want to deal with licensed contractors who are insured and who have workers comp because if somebody hurts themselves on your roof or if they fall off the roof worst case you know Mm. really hurt themselves and that contractor has no workers comp insurance uh, guess who is guess who's going
1: to be named in that lawsuit well, uh, 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 the person who's losing their house to pay for the treatment for the person who was injured.
2: Yeah, you got that right. And oh so, no! Uh, yeah, it's you know most of.
1: Okay, so what's the second thing that people should do? So uh, I, we got cut
2: off. So I want to just want to check our. Uh, we talked about Yelp, Facebook, Google, private messaging clients, or uh, people who have used that company before.
1: Oh no. Okay. So that's okay. the second part. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. So the the next part, yeah, is definitely if you see something out of the ordinary, maybe a bad review, and everything else is good, you know, feel free to message that uh, person. And they may or may not get back to you, but, uh, you know, again, you're doing your due diligence on should you go with this company or not. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing, uh, the next thing to really, you know, aside from the reputation is one of the things that, you know, it seems to be pretty unique to solar is that when somebody is selling a roof, they really don't have to come up with uh, a financing solution. (laughs) And so, Solar companies are kind of forced to be an all-in-one service that not only is proposing the construction of the solar project, but now they're also in the position of, you know, they need to provide the financing. But Mm. what I'm going to recommend actually is that the customer uh, actually gets the financing ahead of time. And in that way, you can really, you know, and you don't have to get approved for a specific amount. You can be approved, pre-approved, uh, for, say, $30,000 or $25,000, whatever, you know, it's just an amount that can be always be updated. But the, the good news is that if if the customer gets pre-approved, now they're really in charge of the solar uh-huh. and not right. the solar company. They can avoid all of the issues of a solar lease, a power purchase agreement, a mm-hmm. base loan, all of the things that we've discussed before. Yeah. they can also. And on the last podcast, we talked about unsecured loans. Right. And so this is a way that they can avoid all of
1: that. Uh, so this is the way they can avoid all of that.
2: Yeah. And so then that puts them in control. Uh, ah. And so really... You know that it, having the financing, having the the reputation of the companies that they want to go with, uh, and then you know we hate to hear this and we hate to recommend it in any of the contracting business, but it certainly makes sense is to really get three bids, um, and then but do research not only on the company that's installing it, but do research on the equipment. And mm-hmm. we've we've talked about podcasts about uh, different solar panels, mm-hmm. uh, and the inverter. Uh, but it's really, you know, the the inverter is the key to the whole thing. And we've recommended before the Solar Edge system, and we actually have someone from Solar Edge that's going to be coming on the podcast pretty soon. Okay. Oh, to, Yeah, we're going to talk about why Solar Edge is, you know, really the the new the new standard in solar and where it's going and and uh, what improvements we can see coming future wise. But oh, great! Anyway, so those are the those are the main reasons to get ahead of the solar process.
1: Wow. And uh, so it, when they, when someone gets a bid from a solar company, that, that solar company is going to say, here's our suggested system and here's the manufacturers of each part of the system. So you should do your research on each one of those parts, right?
2: Yeah. You know, it's uh, more times than not, the equipment is is you know, can't really go wrong. Uh, there are some companies out there, some major, major solar panel manufacturers, uh, and I'll name it is SunPower. Uh, where their earnings were just announced, and they they're losing over eight hundred million dollars in one year. That is a lot <laughs> of money. That you wow. know uh, they're uh, you know they're a they're a manufacturing company. They're not like Uber or uh, Amazon, where they can just lose a billion dollars <laughs> and try to make.
1: So they aren't like uh, Amazon and those other companies where they can lose, you know, a billion dollars and still keep going. No, no. They, they actually make a tangible product that has
2: a lot of inputs and a lot of labor into it. So right. uh, them losing a billion dollars is substantial or, you know, 800 million. Holy cow. I can't even imagine losing eight dollars. <laughs> I would be super angry if I lost $10 in, my, in the laundry or whatever, but uh, $800 <laughs> million. Uh, so I just don't see how that's sustainable. So, um, And, you know, the warranties on these products are 25 years. And so uh, if SunPower were to somehow go out of business, the customers kind of stuck should there ever be a problem. Uh,
1: with yeah, that. I I would imagine other manufacturers aren't rushing to say, hey, we'll cover that warranty.
2: No, no. But, uh, you know, there are other solar panels we can plug in in place of those should that happen. But oh, okay. that means if we're buying those. We're not it's not covered under a warranty. So got it. One so, last thing yeah. I wanted to yeah. talk about go. is uh, is trees. You know, uh, we've talked to other podcasts about I love trees and I love trees and I love trees. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, we had a case this week where a customer, ready to go solar, uh, we begged them, please, you know, have your trees trimmed back uh, so that the solar panels will get more sun. Mm-hmm. He refused. Nope, not interested. Uh, then we said, well, you know for fire safety, you know, this is the, the branches are overhanging your roof. Never had a problem, not interested. Then we said, you know, this is the trees, the branches leading onto your roof are like a super highway for rodents. Oh. And that's where he stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I like shade, but
1: I don't like rats. Does, oh. it,
2: loves the shade, uh, hates rats. And guess who had a major rat infestation when we uh, did our site inspection?
1: Probably that guy. Uh, probably that guy. <laughs> you are correct, he did. And
2: now, uh, not only uh, were there rats in the attic, but the rats had eaten the underlayment underneath his roof. So now we've got to uh, have a roofer come in, redo the roof, the underlayment at least, replace it. So it's, it's just a big pain in the neck and everything. Mm-hmm. So. It's moving the trees away from his house, uh, but it's it's really critical. If a house is completely shaded, there's really not much uh, energy that solar panels are going to produce, uh, no matter what. So we highly recommend trimming back the trees below the roof line. If they're really close to the house, we unfortunately recommend having those trees removed because of the fire hazard and because of the solar exposure and the, uh, the you know, availability of uh, different rodents to get into the into the home and the attic.
1: Yeah, and I guess they probably love solar panels too.
2: No, they, they <laughs> only really pigeons are. Uh-huh. Out, but, and, and it's really strange how pigeons sometimes will find a solar
1: panel system and sometimes not. So
2: very weird. Yep. All right.
1: Yep. Uh Any final messages before we wrap up for today? Yeah. Just, you know,
2: don't, don't be a victim, you know, really uh, get ahead of the solar process. Get ahead. uh, If you're looking at going solar, take charge of the process. Don't uh, just rely on uh, what the sales guy is telling you. Yeah. Yeah. As always
1: listening to this podcast. Exactly. Exactly. You're, you're already way ahead of the competition. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, great. Thank thank you very much, everyone. If you have a question and you want it answered on a future uh, episode, please drop us a line at straighttalkatsolarharmonics.com or follow us on Facebook. Feel free to post a question there. Thanks a lot, everybody.
0: That's all for now.